I don't know what it is about the pandemic. Everybody is riding bicycle now. So <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw your bicycle there. So yeah. a couple of guys were riding bike and they they invited me to come. I'm like, bro, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about that life <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. Hi, welcome to Life on Purpose, the podcast where we talk about living your full existence on purpose through six buckets of faith, fitness, family, focus, finance, and friends. I'm your host, Lana Bimero. Let's jump right into it. So on this episode, I talked to Coach Lake and Cousin Bo, who's my cousin, and we talk about fitness. These guys are always working out. I really admire their ability to stay fit. And, you know, Coach Lake has like his Instagram followers and whatnot. And, you know, he's always posting stuff. So, but the reality is Coach Lake is actually uh, just a regular dad, great, amazing guy, dad of two boys. Um, but he lives the fitness life and and so does Bo. Bo is the guy who actually eats whatever he wants, but he lives the fitness life. And so I uh, just thought I'd just pick their brain and share with you guys um, how important fitness is in our everyday life and how it really connects to us being able to live our full existence on purpose. If you've got no health, you can't deliver on God's promises for your life. So jumping right in, man, um, I have my brothers here today and, um, you know, mad appreciation for, for the two of you jumping on. Um, I'll start with Lekon, uh, Mr. Olatsunji, as we know, but you know, Lekon, your your new handle is what now? What's, what's the... Uh, Lake Coach, or t- tell us what the new handle is, sir. Coach Lake. Uh, so, yeah, the new handle is Coach Lake. You know, just um, created it to help people find their journey in fitness. Nice, nice, nice. Coach Lake on the IG. Y'all go check him out, Coach Lake on the IG. So, man, appreciate you being here to just talk talk about fitness with us. And then my big brother, hey, man, if you guys, anybody listening right now, if y'all know Bo, y'all will know that God is Awesome. It's a miracle to have Bo on this podcast today. So we thank the Lord Jesus. Uh, big brother, thanks for jumping on, man. I appreciate you. I took my anxiety medication today, so I'm good. God, I love it. That is see, that's how we get down. We we keep it original. So so guys, um, high level, the, the goal for today is really just to talk about fitness 101. Call it fitness 101. And you know, the folks that have listened to my podcast are probably already familiar with, you know, kind of how I look at things um, from six Fs, which is faith, fitness, family, focus, finance, and friends. And, and so really it's, I think of it as an onion and faith is the core of that onion. And then fitness kind of comes after that. And so, you know, just high level. Now, Lincoln, you were, or, you know, Coach Lake, you were, um, or you still kind of are a finance kind of guy. Your background is finance, but most lately, you've been doing uh, fitness in general, man. What's what's popping? How how did you how did you get into this whole fitness craze this past few months? Uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Lana. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be more appreciative. But to jump right in, I would say, you know, I went through some life changing experiences. You know, major life changing experiences. So. Um, with the financing stuff, I wouldn't even say to be keep it real with you. I wouldn't even say I was a financing guru of any sort, to be honest. You know, 
just like everybody just trying to figure it out. But when the life changing events happened, you know, I found myself in a health state that I was not too happy with, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just started this fitness journey with just walking outside, uh, running outside. I remember clearly to take you back a little bit, you know, my brother Bo has been trying to get me to run for about what, three, four years now. <laughs> Bo's, been, Bo's been trying to get me to run forever. I don't even understand it. <laughs> he's been trying. He's been like, come on, let's go run. And I look at him like, why? <laughs> my guy. Like we were running in Lagos. <laughs> why are we doing this? No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, but... um. All glory to God, like, I, I understand what he was trying to get me to see years ago. So, you know, we'll talk more about the fitness journey, but, you know, it's here to stay, definitely. Here to stay. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, you've always kind of been a fit guy. I mean, you've had moments. Really, really. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. You've had moments where you'd be like, all right, I can see the abs under the gut, but, like, hey. fitness in the sense of it from a core standpoint, like, you've always been a fit person, like, like how though? I mean, how did? How, I think how it's just all. Uh, I think that's how I get my uh, stress out. Like me, I have high anxiety. Like I think I. Do. So like that's just how I get it out. That's how I like release. So, so I mean, some people talk, some people drink. I, mean, I used to drink too, but yeah. That's how I get it out though. So yeah. you know, boxing. That's just how I release. So you went boxing this morning. How how many like how long did you box for? It's like an hour, hour and a half. I mean, we do rounds, so it's like an hour, hour and a half. Take breaks in between. Oh wow! And like so, the only reason I like boxing is because it it like pushes you. Like I guess when you're running by yourself, you can slow down if you want to. But when somebody's like in front of you, yeah, like, trying to hit you, like you can't really stop. So it's like that that motivation to keep going. I could totally see how boxing specifically could be an outlet um, mm-hmm. and, you know, connecting that to fitness on, you know, maybe and getting all biological and all that, the endorphins, the energy, all of that stuff. I could see the complete, you know, physical release that comes with boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you're trying to get Lick on to get out and run though, like running, like talk about that. You know, this thing, like I hate running too. Like I hate running as much as you guys do. But like, <laughs> but like I, I understand the the end goal, I guess. So it's like focusing mm-hmm. on that end goal. Like, like I guess enough. You know, enough time. We all have asthma. We all have breathing problems. Right. Like, like me, I didn't like being on asthma medication. That was the main reason. But I didn't like being mm-hmm. on asthma medication. So I was just trying to get myself off, get myself stronger to get off. So yeah. it really wasn't to lose weight. It wasn't to like be healthy. It's to be healthy. But it's yeah. the more the asthma thing. Yeah. You know, and you touch on that because, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, us being cousins and you already pointed out, we, we do have asthma issues in our family. And I feel so bad, like my son's daddy and Lulu, and it's not just asthma, it's allergies with it. Daddy is six and Lulu is three and they both take Zyrtec every day right now. Like that, that's just, so the genetics of fitness is also a factor, but uh, nonetheless, you know, there's this has to be some, some workout to it. Lincoln, let me ask you a little bit about, um, you know, in this day and age, there's this whole body shaming thing, you know, body mm-hmm. shaming. Like, should the goal for fitness be to look good or <laughs> feel good or maybe both? I mean, like, if you guys see it, so this is an audio the, the podcast. Thing, so you, 
Yeah, well, well, okay, okay. Well, let me say this. This is an audio po- podcast, so the people can't really see y'all. But if you can see uh, Cousin Bull's at arms right now, I'm all gone. They good. They yeah, dress for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, boy, it looks like you want to take it off. Like, you say it's one and the same? Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, when, you f- when, you feel, when you look good, you feel good. Mm. And then when you feel good, I mean, you act good, you carry yourself differently. It's like, it's just it's like a circle. Mm. So when you feel good, you start, you speak differently, you carry yourself differently, the way you treat people is different. Like if you have low self-esteem, you, like you're thinking about yourself, you can't really like engage or like deal with other people when you're thinking about yourself. So when you're comfortable with yourself, I think it's easier for you to like deal with other people or like address certain situations outside of yourself when you're comfortable with yourself. Nice. Okay. Like, uh, I mean... Honestly, Bull couldn't have said it any better. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll add to that to say, I remember when, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm a story type person, so I'll give you a little story. I remember Perfect. working out with a, a friend of mine sometime last year, um, and we're in the gym, you know, Planet, Planet Fitness, just throwing the plug out there. And he was like, we're, I was barely just working out. And every time he worked out, I noticed that I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, you know, and I was one of those prior to that, I'd be like, why do all these buff guys always think they want to look in the mirror or take pictures of anything? <laughs> and he, he told me straight up, like, bro, first of all, we're working out for a reason. Second of all, once you start working out and you see changes, it motivates you to keep pushing. And all right. Your mindset is different. You feel different. You're more confident based on what Bo was saying. You know, you just carry yourself better. And I've always been a positive person. So when I started working out, I noticed that it was almost like I was high on life, honestly. You can't tell me nothing. Mm. You know, I know I fitness kind of lets me know this trajectory of my progress in a sense in everything. So nothing comes overnight. So to answer your question, is the goal of fitness to look good or to feel good? It's actually one and the same, like bro said. It's the same okay. thing. You know, you have okay. to be fit to feel good. In the process of feeling good, trust me, you're going to look great. (laughs) So I I love that. I love that. So I guess what I'm hearing you guys say is, you know, maybe not to focus on the body shaming concept of it, but to understand that, you know, it's, it's, uh, they, they complement each other and that when you feel good, um, you know, it's part because you look good, but also when you look good, it's part because you're feeling good. And and you know, um, you know, transparently, there's some. Man, I'm I'm, go, I'm going to go there. There's some um, thick ladies, right? Who you know, people like have so much confidence. And if you're in a cultural environment where thickness is not necessarily appreciated, you know, it might be perceived as why do you feel this way? But you know, I really, really think that there is this whole fitness around the mind as well. And so that's where I want to go with this next. There's this whole fitness about your mind and not necessarily just the body. Because, you know, the I share this with people sometimes that um, as humans, we are a uh, 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 trinity, just like God is, like God, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. And so we also wear um, spirit, soul, and body. And then the body, I think of it this way as both the physical and the mental body, right? So let's let's just connect into mental health from a fitness standpoint. Like, um, what do you think? I mean, I'll jump right in real quick. So I kind of, I think I understand what you're saying in terms of body shaming and if you're a certain, if you have, okay, in my case, let me use my mm-hmm. case as an example. I, in my he- heaviest, I'll say I was about 270 pounds, which 
people will still say, oh, that's not too bad. But it, it, there was right. a point where I couldn't tie my shoes. Mm. You know, I, I couldn't bend over to tie my shoes. I was, my stomach was protruding. Mm. I was big, I was fat, I was heavy. So I could see how people say, you know what, I'm still this way, but I still have to be confident and I have to bluster my mind, my mental. Mm. And being that, being one that went through that journey, I'll say, yes, no matter where you find yourself, you have to be happy with yourself. <laughs> But in the same space, in the same space, um, you know, you got to think about fitness like the better version of yourself. Right. So it's not necessarily I'm doing it for anybody. I'm doing it for me and to, for me to be better. And Bo, what do you think? What do you think? This whole mental and um, physical side to health. Like I said before, I think they're just intertwined. Like I think physical discipline is almost the same as, as mental. physical discipline is mental discipline and which is spiritual discipline. I mean, you can't be disciplined in one area and then not be disciplined in another area. Like it carries over. So, I mean, if you have no spiritual or physical discipline, I mean, you're not gonna have mental discipline. Woo. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's like the same thing in the Bible, like with fasting, like you, you starve the body to like strengthen the spirit. It's like, you just- so like that discipline just carries over. So if you could master the physical discipline, I mean, the spiritual and mental discipline should all just fall into place. I actually think the physical discipline is the easiest of them all. So I mean, if you can say no to like a donut or whatever, then saying no to fornication, I mean, that's like the next thing. Saying no to alcohol or drug, it just carries over. That physical you know discipline of waking up in the morning or running or going to the gym in the evening, it's the same as like I'm gonna be disciplined and read my Bible at this time. I'm disciplined and do this. Like it right. just carries over. Man, that's 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 some depth right there. Cause you connected that to and I, as you were connecting the physical, the the uh, you know the mental and the spiritual. Mm -hmm. um, I just went to you know when Jesus was tempted, mm -hmm. and and the devil tempted him in different ways. Tempted him with with an assessment of authority and say. You know, I, I will give you this, but then he also tempted it with bread after he had fasted. And it's almost like, I mean, it's not almost. It, we know that Christ came, and I love Lincoln's shirt. It says, Jesus Coffee Hustle Repeat. I love that t-shirt. Y'all can't see it, but real talk, that's what it says. And so Jesus came to not only be that um, savior to us, but to also give us a humanistic example of what life should be. And so he did the things that we should do i.e. fast and subject your body so that you can elevate your mind and your spirit and all that stuff. I love how you teed that up. That, that's pretty solid. Lincoln, what do you think about that? I was actually going to add to that because you pretty much just tied it up, Lano. You said subject your body. You know, that, that for me just stuck out for me. Like, I was like, what else are you saying? Because that is all fitness is. That's all fitness is. Right? It all ties into everything. Your finances are tied to it. Your family are tied to it. Everything ties to it. So if you can subject your body to go through some grueling run or workout or weightlifting or whatever it may be, right. it's pretty much going to help you carry over, like Bo said, into other mm -hmm. areas of your life and your finances and your faith yeah. walk and your family walk. You know, you know, you know, discipline helps you with not only, I mean, fitness helps you with not only discipline, but also organization. Mm. There is no way you're going to be physically fit for the long haul and not be disciplined and organized. Mm. It doesn't work. You know, so. Yeah, like if you know you're going to like 
go jogging in the morning. You know you have to be in bed by 10. <laughs> you, can't you, out, you can't be out drinking to like in the morning. You can't be out smoking to like, you know, like, I gotta yeah. do this, this. So you have to prepare yourself. So it's like, it just organizes your life all together. Thank mm. you, thank you. And I dare you to continually drink at night and go run in the morning. Mm. After the first puke or the second puke. <laughs> <laughs> you will surrender yourself. Your body will, yeah, will kick on. it out. You'll be like, all right, listen, man. All this drinking is a bye-bye thing. I'm on to the greater. greater <laughs> you know, and, and I can only imagine, and I say I can only imagine because transparently God is helping me. I'll tell you guys, today, because we were, I was talking to y'all, I had a salad for lunch because I'm like, well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to jump on this podcast with these, these uh, healthy guys. I'd be like, I hate, this, I hate that. But you know, I, so I'm personally, I'm still working through that. I'm, I'm a work in progress from that. But I know that the times that I've, I've done that to y'all's point, subjecting my body and actually not just done it at a one-off or maybe continuously, maybe two, three days. I, I'm feeling good, man. I'm like, I'm really, really feeling good about the day. Like there's nothing that can take me. I'm ready to go. So, but the other thing I want to connect to is, and I've seen y'all do this lately. I was, I was on someone's IG and they showed a video of, they call pushing Bo on somebody else. And Bo, you were over there like telling the lady, like, come on, keep going, keep going. And it was so cool. So the, the question for you guys is, let me start with Bo, you know, um, peer pressure, positive pressure with fitness. You know, how important is that? I mean, it's, it's good, but you still have your own, you have to have your own internal reason Ooh. to do it. I mean, it's good. So it can be the motivation, but it can be kind of the push you need. But you have to have your own reason to, to do it. So it's like, a, like me and Lincoln, we used to go to the gym together. But like, I know what I need to work on. He knows what he needs to work on. So even though we're there together, we're not doing the same thing. Like I have skinny mm. legs. So me, I'll go work my legs. And he said he wants mm. to work on his chest. So he'll go work on his chest. But we motivate each other to actually go to the gym. But we, all, we each have our own reason for being there. Nice. Like I'll, I'll see him working out and I'll motivate him to keep going. He'll see me working out. He'll motivate me to keep going. So it's like maybe that... So it's yeah. like it's good to be motivated, but you can't lose yourself in the process. Be dependent on somebody to do it. Because one day that person may like well, they're gonna decide he doesn't want to go to the gym anymore. But me, I still have my own reason, so I still have to go. Or like me right. and Lincoln do boxing together, but he moved away, so he couldn't do boxing. But like I have my own reason for going. That's why I still go. Mm. Mm. So it's like you have to find your own your own motivation, your own reason for doing what you're doing. But that person beside you can help you motivate and remind you of the reason that you're doing it. But you just can't, you can't lose yourself in the process of it. Right. You know, that's kind of with all things. I mean, career, family, you have to have your own reason for doing it and not rely necessarily on somebody else for, for motivation to do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And I was gonna to add to that is my fitness journey, my, my journey, basically, you know, my best friend Bo has been trying to push me to do this running stuff and I've been like, uh, you know, I've always given him an excuse of why I don't want to do it because I just felt it wasn't. And God was like, I'm not to cut this guy. Mm. So God, God just brought this lady. She just walked across me. <laughs> it, 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 it's more than that. It's more than that. So I was dating someone and the person used to run. I was very fit. You know, she would go do what she has to do. And because of how we kind of met, my mind was like, guy, if you want to keep this person that you know she runs, she works out, and she's fit, you have to get off the couch. Nice. So it's so the peer pressure that you talked about was kind of 
reasonable in the sense like, yeah, it will get you started or it might get you to a certain point, but you have to fight it in you because during and even after I kept pushing myself because now I've gotten a taste of what fitness is like and how you feel and how your, you know, all your hormones feel when you work out. So for me, it's like, I'm never doing it to, I'm not getting fit to, for anybody anymore. I'm doing it for nice. myself. And then, you know, it graduated where I'm doing my fitness for myself. I'm working out for myself. I'm running for myself. But I posted just like, you know what I did? Just let me post it. Now right. I'm having people say, right, you're gingering me with this. And they're doing their own thing. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like a, 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 say? Like a feedback loop. Positive Correct. Feedback. It's almost like now you're not playing this tag game where you're giving people positive inspiration yeah. or motivation to go be fit by just you being fit. And I got fit by seeing someone being fit or multiple yeah. people being fit. So, you know, it's just a cycle, a positive you know, cycle. Bitcoin, isn't it amazing how God does things differently? And, you know, like he, he knows where we are and, and correct me if I'm wrong here. He knows where we are. He knows where he's trying to get us to, and he knows what he might need to drop in front of you to get you to go where you need to go. What, what you say about that? Like, I mean, he, you know, this, like I'm listening to you say that, like you, you saw this girl walking by, running by, whatever. And, and for you, that was like, oh man, motivation. Let me get in this. I need to get, get fit and whatnot. And so he got you to that point where you're now actually fit and you're actually healthy. And that person was just there for that time, you know, just for the purpose of what God wanted to do. So anyway, just, I think that's, that's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. And God knows where we all are, you know, so even whoever's listening to this, if you're like, you know what, I need to get out and be fit. I need to take a stroll or take a run. And I don't, God knows exactly where you are. So as long as you keep in my, in my definition or my eyes, as long as you keep yourself honest and keep seeking them, he will put the resources and the, and the pathway in place for you to get to where you want to get to, you know? So when I was big and obese, I did not like it. I didn't want it. I was low energy. I, it, it was a drag. Life was a drag, you know. And I knew this is not the final state. But, you know, I kept trusting. And I didn't think I was trusting. I won't call it trusting. Eventually, I'm in this transitional state. Because I won't even call it, this is not the finished goal. And I'll tell you why I say that later. But I'm in this transitional state where I'm like, okay, I've, I've gotten skinny now. I, I have literally six packs that I see every morning and I'm grateful to God. I have a chest and I'm like, I'm not. So backstory, I used to play soccer when I was in my teens. So I used to be physically fit. And then in my twenties, I just let everything go. So I've not seen this body or even better than this body before I was 18, you know? So for me, it was like, I'm 36. The last time I saw my body looking like this was in my twenties and I actually feel better than when I was in my 20s because I have a purpose now. I have a reason for doing what I'm doing. Mm. You know, so mm. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but it, it does. It does. And I love that you also connected that to you have a purpose. And for me, you know, I mean, hell, this podcast is life on purpose. For me, anything that connects to being intentional and not just working out or being fit just, just because there has to be a why to that fitness. Um, and there has to be a why to that fitness. 
hey, Bo, I'm coming back to you. So like diet, that's the other thing. Like, you know, when we think about fitness 101, we think about physical fitness, mental fitness, but there's also diet. Like, um, you know, what's, what's the- My diet is trash. Well, I was about to say, this is where I'm going with that. Like when we're younger, y'all, Bo wanted to be a chef. Like Bo experimented on some serious food cooking, man. And he's good at it. Like Bo's actually good at burning, whatever, but you still got guns. You still, you still look fit. So, I mean, maybe the answer is in my, maybe the answer is in the question on what I'm saying about diet mm-hmm. important, but is yeah. it, is it, how important is diet? I get what you're saying, but like the, the way I look at food is like, it's like money. It's like a budget. So it's like, I, I know what I ate. So I know what I have to do because of what I ate. It's the same thing like, if I know, <laughs> if I know, I, no. I out, if I know I went out to like a club or party and I spent $100 Friday, I know next week I spent my fun money. So I need to like either make more money or I need to spend less money to make up for it. So like if I eat, like I'll eat like, I'll go to Chinese food, I eat like, a whole thing of fried rice. So right. like I know yesterday I ate like a whole tray of fried rice. So tomorrow I need to get up and run. I need to go box. I need to push up. I need like, it's just taking, it's like accountability. Like I know what I did. So I know what yeah. I have to do because of what I did. So it's, yep. not, like, so it's not like, it's not necessarily like I eat whatever. Everybody knows I eat whatever I want, but right. I know because of what I ate, I have to do what I have to do. So it's just taking accountability for what you've done. So I... it's not like you have to be restricted to anything. You just, you have to do more because you ate more. Agree. So if you if you want to do less, just eat less. It's not a simple math. It's like it's an equation. It's an equation. If you if you if you want to do less, eat less. If you want to do if you want to eat more, then do more. So I I'm um, God is helping me, but um, a little plug in here. Tasty bites, um, her chin chin. Oh man, y'all look. I'm telling you right now. That chin cannot be on the table, but I will not finish the bag. Forget. So I don't. I don't even like if I'm if the bag is about. So y'all know I, I'm commuting back and forth right now between cities. And if that bag is given to me in city A and I'm going to city B, which is five hours away, bro, that bag is going to be done by the time I get there. So, so I like portion control is where I want to connect to and. and Liko, tell me what you think about portion control, like in, in tangent with what Bo just said. So there's a science behind dieting and fitness, and I'm going to give you the straight, but I'm also going to tell you what I do. Literally, you, you, you guys see me, how I kind of work out. So two days ago, I bought two packs of haagen ice cream. Nice. And it was like the six, the mini one, but it was six in each pack. And I think I finished both of them in 20 hours. You know, wow. and the people will be like, oh yeah, so that means I can go and do the same. No, what Bo <laughs> said, what Bo said is so true in terms of, you know, it's 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 pretty much you have to do the macro count or you got to do the, uh, they call it a, a diet deficit, you know, mm. a calorie deficit. So right. if you're going to eat 5,000 calories of junk, which I would not recommend, and there's yeah. a reason why, you have to burn 5,000 calories of junk to keep your weight at the same. Mm. And if you, let's say you want to slim down, if you eat 3,000 calories of whatever you're eating, to slim down, you have to work out or burn about 35 to 4,000 calories. Okay. You know, so, like I said, everybody, everybody's body is different. So you can't look at somebody else and say, that's what they're eating or this is what they're not eating. Like you gotta know yourself. Like if you know this thing, 
you eat is going to make you big. Like, I mean, you know, you know, this thing you're going to eat is going to make you bigger. So, I mean, don't eat it, but don't look and say, this person's eating this so I can eat it. Yeah. It was like just knowing yourself and knowing your body. That, that's perfect. Cause that's, that's kind of the next thing I was trying to connect to around how, you know, some people are able to lose weight uh, faster than others. Like, I mean, what's, what's, what's really, what's that all about, Bo? What do you think? It's just genetics. I mean, like, like I said, it's almost like the same thing when um I told you me and they can go to the gym. Like we work out different body parts. We do different things because we know our own body. Right. So it's like that person can motivate you, but you still have to look at yourself and like know what your end goal is. Like their goal may not be your goal. Their body may not be your body. Their metabolism is different. And like, you don't know what that person does. Like that person may go home and maybe they have kids. They have to chase around all day. So they're burning off the calories. Or maybe you have a sit down job. They have a stand up job. So you don't see their whole life like how the calories are burned or whatever so it's yeah. just personal accountability pretty much nice okay so still taking all off of that like the personal side to it i mean lake what do you think this whole thing about you know you should sleep only so many hours or you know i don't know i've heard people say you know um business people only sleep sleep like five hours or i mean what's your take on sleep as as regards fitness uh, you know, so my take on sleep as regard to fitness is your body needs sleep to uh, rejuvenate itself and your, your muscles need rest. They need mm -hmm. you to be in a state of rest for them to pretty much rejuvenate and get back to where they need to be and build the, mu build the muscles if you're trying to build muscles or lean up. So I don't believe in depriving your body from sleep. By the same time, there might be a season where you might have a season of sleep deprivation. All right. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be, that should not be your um, your um, sleep pattern. So if mm -hmm. you're doing projects, you have work, you have deadlines to make, meet, you should have moments where you're like, okay, I probably could only get X amount of sleep in, but um, ideally I'll say, get as much sleep. You know, the doctor says eight hours or more. I'll say, get as much sleep as you can. But if you can't even get eight hours, you should always have enough rest where your body feels like, yeah, I could conquer this day, mm. you know? So that, that's the way I feel about um, sleep and resting, you know? Sometimes yeah. during, during COVID, I, did, I, I barely got sleep. And I'll be honest mm. with you, like throughout 2020, I would go to bed and my eyes would kind of be short or not short, but my mind is wide awake. Like I knew everything that was happening, but I was still working out. I'll tire myself out. And I thought, okay, this, bro, I don't know what it was, but now, right. you know, it's it almost like I got over that hump, you know, because yeah. it was not a permanent state and I sleep well, you know, I sleep well and you have to sleep. There's no two way around it. I love what you said about seasons, you know, because you're, and, it, and it's still connecting it to what Bo was also saying and you likewise, on diet um, and, and if we think of you know a 48 hour window of okay I ate pretty bad at the beginning of this 48 hours so for the next 48 hours I need to in this season of 48 hours I need to you know dump some of that for just from a diet standpoint and then it sounds like what you're saying as well is that in that same mindset you might be in a season of life you know for many of us you know where we're, like your t-shirt said Jesus coffee, hustle, repeat. You might be in the hustle season. And, 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 and if you're in that hustle season, you know, five hours is all you get. But, you know, don't let that season 
go beyond its season. In other words, don't extend the season past its season, um, you know, and push, you know, you could, maybe you could push it a little bit, but it's the season where you, you deprive yourself of certain things so you can get other things. And it's that balance between, you know, uh, fitness, finance, purpose, blah, 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 all of that. So you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Life is connected in everything. And people that think life is not connected, you just need a little bit more living to find that connection is all I got to say. Because we keep talking about season and there is no way on this earth in a year you can take a summer season into a winter season. You, you, there cannot be summer during winter. There can't be winter during fall. There can't be fall during autumn. It, it doesn't, it, or spring, it doesn't work that way. Right. God knows what he did when he put seasons in place. So winter season, what do you see? Things are really cold. The leaves are withered, you know, snow. And it's just kind of like an eerie season, but it's also a season of work. Mm. You don't understand the work that you do during, um, so for example, fitness. When you work out during your winter season and your spring season, you can take your shirt off during summer season and be like, I've I'm saying Jamaica. <laughs> you get what I mean? So, but yep. if, you, if you're trying to work out during your summer season, you're wow. in summer season. Wow. You wow. Can, there's nothing to show in that season that wow. you were physically fit in the other, or you're trying to be physically fit in the other season. So that's how life is. That's everything is connected. Like it's so like, it's right in our face. And sometimes we don't realize it. So, you know, when it comes to what we've been saying, the same thing, fitness, 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 yeah. just start from today. You don't have to wait till tomorrow or, Ooh, last year I didn't work out. So will be me. Nah, it starts from today. Go outside, take a walk walk around, you know, taking the fresh air and you're good. As soon as yeah. you start that kind of cycle, trust me, nobody will tell you wow. before you start kind of like increasing your tempo into runs or swim or cycling, whatever, you know, you feel comfortable enough and your body gives you comfortability to do. Yeah, you know, man, uh, man, that was that was powerful. Life is connected in all sectors, and, and that's what you said. You said life is connected in all sectors, and you 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 gave the example of you know most guys, girls, whatnot, fitness for the goal of summer for you know the you know I'm in a uh, swimming pool party or whatever um, you know. So all of those things, that that mindset of I'm going to work out in this season so that I can feel look good in this season could apply to your point in other areas i'm going to hustle in this season so that i can do well in this other season i'm going to deprive myself of sleep in this season so that i can sleep at whatever time of the day i want in this season i'm going to spend this time in fasting and devoted to prayer before this struggle season of my life because it might happen or it will happen it's inevitable to happen and i've banked up my prayer in the prayer bank so that i can utilize it in this other season i love that you gave that analogy that is powerful bull what do you think i mean like my i guess my sleep habits are like my diet like anything goes really but like mm -hmm. i'm single no kids no family so i have that luxury but i mean i sleep like maybe like five hours a night myself yeah but then I noticed like there's always like one day out of the week where like I'm just I just sleep pretty much the whole day. Probably one day I'll be off. It's usually like on a Sunday. I'll get back from church. I'll just sleep like the whole day. So it's almost the same thing. Like I said, like your body will catch up to it. As long as you don't fight it, your body will tell you you need to sit down and sleep. So it's pretty much yeah. just, it's just listening to your body. Like your body tells you when you've been eating too much. Your body tells you when you need to rest. You just have to be 
I guess in tune, just pay attention to your body. And like, don't fight it. When it's time to rest, sit down and rest. But when you're looking a little bit funny, your body's trying to tell you something. So get up and go. <laughs> when, you're, when you're looking a little bit funny, your body's trying to tell you something. Get up and go. Respond to your body. Respond to your body. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Hey, boys, put it to scale as out there. Don't go looking for Coach Lake. Like you said. <laughs> uh, wow. All right. What about this thing? I mean, you talked about genes, but also cultural perspective on health, cultural perspective. There's also, and boy, I could start with you. Um, there's also this whole, you know, uh, most, probably, probably 80, 90% of my podcast listeners are probably Nigerians or, or related to. Um, there's this mentality, I mean, maybe it's also African that, you know, the, the uh, more girth you have, or, you know, the, and it's not necessarily our generation as much. And I say our being, if you're in your 20s, 30s, early 40s or whatever, it's not necessarily that much, but there's this perception that um, being a little bit plus might be well off. I mean, what do you think of that? I mean, but I think that's in Nigeria though. But in yeah. like, the rich people in Nigeria, do they work for their money or do they just collect it? But like looking, but in America, like I don't want to say necessarily people that work for their money, but if you look at like CEOs or people at the top in America, people that actually have to work their way up for their money. Like you don't see them overweight. Like a lot of them, okay. they, they get up five in the morning, they run. Like people that are actually working for their money, that have dis <laughs> that discipline, that whatever. Like they're all in shape, they're all fit. But yeah. people you see, I guess like presidents, the senators in Nigeria, whatever, like those people, they just, it's different. So you can't apply that logic in this in this situation, I mean, you gotta look this at this dispensation. Yeah, so I mean, if you wanna sit back and you have that way of collecting money, like, yeah, that big thing works. Big equals money, but in, on this side of the water, like big doesn't equal money. Woo! Uh, side of the water, big doesn't equal money, y'all. It's a little bit different though. But. Cousin Bo said it, that's a t-shirt. On this side of the water, <laughs> big don't equal <laughs> money. Lick on. <laughs> I was going to plug in real quick to, you know, cover, this is like a, what they call them, a disclaimer as well, to cover my brother Bo, is that yeah. because you're a big and making money doesn't mean you are you didn't work hard for it. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm not talking. what we're saying at all. We're yeah, not saying yeah, yeah. That, you know? We're saying the majority. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, at, look, at, yeah, look at Bezos. Look at uh, Diddy. Look at like most of the rich. Don't look at Khaled. But look at most yeah. of the rich guys in the world. The guys yeah. out there like hustling, making money. Like none of them are like overweight. They'll even right. show you their workout videos or whatever. Like they have that discipline. So yeah. I mean, to be successful and to work with discipline, like it carries over into the physical. And it's like we keep saying the same things, like in the sense of discipline and how your entire life, you know, call it whatever bucket, you know, call it fit, fitness, finance, family, you know, focus, friends, all of that, you know, whatever discipline it is that you, you kind of connect with would help you propel and move further in all the other areas. So if, if you're able to discipline yourself in your fitness, it, it ought to help your faith. It ought to help your relationship and, you know, in your, with your friends, you know, I mean, friends are, you know, the families we choose for ourselves. And it's also important to keep that network. But, you know, being able to connect with your friend is, is dependent on how disciplined you are. And like, hey, man, my day is busy, but I'm going to shoot the text real quick. And so um, I love that analogy. I love that analogy. Solid, solid, solid. Okay, now, Lekon, last question for you. And um, I, I got, so it's the last question before my 
um, random last question, all right? So I gave up coffee um, summer last year. And part why is, I man, I drank four cups of coffee a day, easy, like easy. And I'm talking, you know, if I'm up at 4.30, I'm drinking one cup, 9.30 another, 1.30 another, five o'clock another. It was bad. And your t-shirt said, Jesus, coffee, uh, hustle and repeat. I mean, what's your take up? Okay, Bo, Bo, go for it. No, no, I was just gonna say it only says it one time though. Huh? I say it only says coffee one time though. It only says coffee one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Touche, touche. But Lico, what's what's your take on on coffee and maybe maybe not necessarily just coffee, but things that could lead to addiction. Um, you know that that's a good point, and you you just touched on a very very important topic that I believe a lot of people should find their addiction. Everybody has their own addiction, every single person, you know, so my t-shirt says Jesus coffee also repeats, but I'll tell you out of everything, coffee is one thing that I do without, without a doubt, you know, it was a t-shirt that I bought and I wish I could have switched it out for something else, not coffee, you know, I drink coffee. Yeah. Um, I'll, my, my listen center, they always have free coffee, Starbucks. So I'll go there, grab coffee, but I do it maybe once every three weeks or once every two weeks or, you know, or, you know, situations whereby it's, it's just, I don't need coffee. I don't even yeah. think about coffee, honestly. It's the last thing on my mind. Um, okay. In place of coffee, I'll probably say something that wakes me up. It would have been out of substituting my coffee for workout. Jesus workout. Okay. Repeat. Oh, I wanted to say, um, like, uh, like a lot of excuses, like uh, people with kids use, they use like, we have kids, we don't have time or whatever. I mean, like, you have time for what's important. Like you have time to eat, you have time to work out. Wow. And like, you know, like, um, like we, I know our parents, like our parents did well raising us, they tried, but there was things that they didn't teach us. Mm. So it's like your, your kids are watching you. So even when it comes to, I mean, you could teach them about school, about faith or whatever, but fitness also was also as important as the rest of those things. So, I mean, they're watching the things you eat. They're watching the way you take care of your body. And, like, those things are going to pass down to them. So, if you want your children to grow up to be healthy, to be to be here for a long time, live a healthy life, like, you have to set the example. So, I mean, it's just as important. So, you don't, so it's things you have to, like, set aside just to make time for that. So, it's not just for you. It's also for your children if you have children. Like, a lot of things, they're easy for me because I'm single. Like, I have time to do whatever. But I feel like even if I had children, I may even have to go harder. Like, there's things... I probably will stop eating just because kids are in the house. Yeah. I probably eat more fruits, more vegetables, give it to the candy, chips, like mm-hmm. take my kids for a walk, for a jog, or like even like, like Lakon works out with his boys. Mm-hmm. So it's important that they see you like taking care of your body, not just telling them to go read a book or take them to church or whatever. Like the physical part is also a part of it. So just because you're, you know, it doesn't mean you're exempt from it. I just wanted, said, I just had something to add to that, honestly. Go ahead, like, go ahead, please. Bro and I were so insane, it's ridiculous. So both gave you like a theory and I'll give you the practical um, on the, you know, being completely honest. And he, he said it. Isaiah woke up this morning and I remember when uh, three weeks ago, I always tell, no, a month ago, a month plus ago, I usually tell Isaiah like, we'll do 10, nine pushups a day. Fast forward to today, Isaiah woke up and I was like, oh dad, I forgot to do my pushups. And he did nine pushups. Guess when wow. he did nine push-ups, guess what Morgan did? Morgan did 10 push-ups. And Isaiah wow. flexed. And Isaiah did 11 or 12 or something like that. And All right. Isaiah is six. Morgan is two. Wow. So I'm giving you back to what Bo is saying. They see it and they do it because 
how they see it is me doing push-ups and struggling. And eventually they're like, when they see me doing push-ups, they, they join me. So Morgan now, if, he, if Morgan sees me running, Morgan runs, if we go outside, Morgan start running because he assumes we're running. Oh, we're always running. We're always running. <laughs> or you'll see me, you know, on the floor. And if he sees me working out with dumbbells, he'll try and pick it up and do his own thing at two years old. Wow. So back to what Bo is saying, kids are watching you. So you can't really say, I don't have time because I have kids. Trust me, if you even, they have time. The time is there because the kids want to work out as well. They just need the leader and you to take leadership of the fitness and they will follow. Man, that, that, that alone is something that anybody with kids ought to take. The kids want to work out as well. They just need the leader and you to motivate them. Bo, you said something earlier. You're like, I don't have kids or whatnot. But, you know, for y'all listening, Bo is actually a Sunday school teacher. Uh, he's, like, he's like, edit that. The point I'm trying to make is that you you actually are committed to your kids, to the kids that are before you. And, um, you know, my, my, my boys obviously look forward to seeing Uncle Bo. So you need to come by sometime soon. That's, that's all I'm saying, too. <laughs> All right, um, here's kind of like an offshoot question that has nothing to do with um, some of what we've talked about. Actually, we could always relate things, like we said, but um, Bo, mm -hmm. perfect vacation spot. Where is your perfect vacation spot? Uh, Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica. All right, all right, all right. Since the last time I went, it's never changed. It's never changed. All right, cool. Always go to Jamaica. All right, cool. Um, Lakon, what about you? Definitely the Caribbeans, you know. The Caribbeans? I, I wouldn't even say anywhere specific. For me, it is, and it's been this way for a few a few years now. I want to go to Wakanda. That's where, that's where I want to go. I want to go. I want to go to Wakanda, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's, a, that's my number one. And it, so this is actually going to, so if the people that have listened to this podcast, this is probably the third episode I'm using that. So I'm, I, y'all, I'm sorry, I'm not going to use it anymore. But the second one, which is the one I've used also is Zamunda. I want to go to Zamunda. So uh, that's the other place. But what do you think of that uh, um, coming to America too? Have you seen it first off? Never seen it. I feel like it's going to ruin the first one. Like you can't, yeah. beat, you can't really beat the first one. So. What, what do you think, Lego? <laughs> For me, I'm, I'm a fanatic of all things black. So I did watch the second one. I remember yeah. the first one vividly. Like the first one pretty much shaped my life on what America will be when I came in because I watched yeah. it before I came to America. So I was like, what? Is that what I'm going to see? For Gary. You know what I mean? Now, especially yep, yep, yep. You know, everything that. about it. Yep, but yep, when yep. I watched the second one, I kind of... I saw the in the windows and I saw what they're trying to do as far as, you know, the education. And mm. it's for me, I, it was deep. It was not just a movie. It was more of the message or a passing, which was very important as far as they empowering women, as far as also giving space for um, diversity, diversity of thoughts. You know, awesome. they even had, there was even an episode where they were promoting um, salad burger and sugar-free drinks or something like that. So that was actually, you know what? I didn't catch that. That's what's up. You get what I mean? So they, they were That's plugging a lot of things yeah, in there. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Things that are, it, it wasn't no deep fried chicken and all that. It's like, you know, the typical, stereotypical black type stuff, yeah, which, you know, yeah, we all yeah. love it, but I see what you're saying. There was and, some some correction of um, stereotypes. All right. Yeah, and don't forget about the part where all they were looking for was just a 
male heir to just take over the I know, I know. And what what and ended come, up happening? Exactly. That that was sure. good. That was really good. Coming coming to this, coming to where things ought to be. So